The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Jubilation, A Summer with the Lord. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Blessed day. Welcome to Jubilation, a summer with the Lord. My name is Hunter Hunter Jeremiah Goodword, and I am honored to be joined by my own father, the veteran Reverend Enos Goodward III. How you doing, Dad? Sal, I'm doing good. Salutations to all the listeners out there. Welcome, everybody, to our first episode of Jubilation, A Summer with the Lord. In this podcast, we'll be recounting the events at Camp Chaste all summer long. Camp Chase is a federally funded virginity camp in the Ozarks, focused on teaching young people the way of the Lord and bathing in His goodness. Now, we are based out of Terre Haute, Indiana, from the Holy Power of Trinity of Joseph of the Lord of Christ Christians. Our camp is located in the Ozarks in an undisclosed location, and it is censored from any satellite images, so don't even try it, brother. <laughs> so, once again, welcome everybody. Um, Father, I would be happy if you would bless this podcast and its first episodes and all of its listeners. It'd be my honor, son. You just let's say a prayer just to begin, everybody. I want when you're listening to this, I want you to really deep reach within your side, grab a hold of yourself, and close your eyes and really feel it, okay? Oh God. Oh, pretty God with your ivory skin, looking like piano keys I want to play. Your blonde locks trailing down to your immaculate abs and the triangle dick muscle. Beautiful. (laughs) Shirtless, God of heaven and Lord of creation and owner of dominion over me and all of my cool stuff. I celebrate you today. Not because I have a cool house. Not because my third wife is hotter than my second wife. Not because I was able to get my Ford F-150 over 110 on the highway when the boys were in town. I celebrate you, beautiful hunky lord, because it's my will to do so. And baby Jesus. Of course, son. Because honoring you... Is its own honor. God, I love you. And not in the way a man loves his wife, but in a real way that I actually feel. I feel the presence of mm-hmm. God all around me. Yes. I feel it here in Camp Chase. Yes. A beautiful, pure, and holy place, an island of sanctity in an amoral universe. Amen. Especially Amen. here. Amen. In the Lake of the Ozarks. Hallelujah. A place where the population is exclusively people who were trying to drive to California from North Florida and ran out of gas. I would like to bless this potted cast, bless the camp, and I would like to bless uh, my beautiful boy, Hunter Hunter Jeremiah here, for inviting me to start a podcast to reach the youth. To let them hear the words. Amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the day. Thank you, Father. Blessed be the day. The sun is shining. I feel good. And looking well, the over sun's Camp not shining Chase. anymore. It's uh, evening. It's got quite dark, but well, here we I'll are. see a little bit of tidbits coming in through the tree line. Well, maybe the stars will show their faces in a beautiful night. You could hear the crickets chirping and the trees are rustling. And it's a nice, beautiful night here at Camp Chase. And we just got a whole long summer ahead of us of a lot of fun. And, of course... You know, a lot of events, we do a lot of different things. One of the favorite parts is, you know, we got, I always bring, of course, people always see me with my guitar, my acoustic guitar. Oh, you love singing your songs, My boy. songs, oh, when I feel him always inside me, I can see. Beautiful. When I know he sees everything I do. Amen. Even when I'm naked, it's true. Especially then. He's the only man I need forever. And I know it just keeps getting better. Just the stuff yes, like sir. that. You just jamming on that guitar around the fire and everyone's clapping and jamming and all these young kids are having a great old time. And all these young kids sitting an appropriate distance away from each other, sharing one big log that we dragged in around a circular fire pit with plenty of chaperones and adults looking on, measuring the distance well, it's between a very the long boys log and the girls. Because we have about 500 kids here and only about five counselors, so it's quite a, <laughs> it's quite right. a heavy load. And um, uh, we make sure now. Don't don't think we're irresponsible here. We interview all the children before they come, and we say, "You ain't gonna be doing no tomfoolery, is you?" And they say, "No, sir." Yeah, no messing and, around. Uh, we tell them, "No, no, no hanky panky, no funny business. This is a this is a holy experience. We hey, got plenty of things to, to keep the kids busy, keep their." their minds off of all the kind of tiddly winks and puberty goings-ons and the material items materialization the temptations of the flesh right and they'll come up to me they'll say double hj that's what they call me because i'm hunter hunter jeremiah double hj and they call they call my father anus good word instead of anus just a little bit of anus good word it's anus but they call him anus because they said he's just anal about stuff so that's what that means uh, I don't understand. To me, they'll say, Double HJ, how come there's so many rules here? And that's just in the first week. And then by the fifth week, they're executing their campmates that break the rules. And that's just how we do things here. That's now, how we do things here. When you come to you gotta when build you come the to, fervor into the children here. That's what you gotta realize. A lot of people don't understand that about discipline. Now, discipline in a child, making them do right and wrong, well, that's your duty. But sooner or later, you gotta turn that child into almost a police force. Where, as it turns out, most years when we do camp chase, by the first week, the counselors are running around trying to discipline the children, and at the end of it, the children are on the counselors harder than you could ever imagine. And that's just the way it goes. We got a great team here. There's me. There's uh, there's there's Jance, and then three beautiful women are our other counselors. But we won't get well, into that. Well, Hunter, uh, remind because you. the leaders of this camp are men, and uh, they follow our lead. There's really no need to ever compliment a woman on anything unless she is your wife. Uh, keep that in mind, as I I don't want to notice your strained eye. But the Bible tells uh, us the only time to compliment a woman is when you need something from her. Right. The Bible says, and I believe it's uh, in the book of Uncle Rick, uh, and in the, in the, 
Uh, I think it's in the song of Bigfoot where he says, <laughs> do not compliment a woman on her visage. Do not compliment a woman on her brains. You only compliment a woman if she has perhaps an extra portion of food, an extra portion of Salisbury steak, or perhaps some short bills that you might ascertain from her. Otherwise, a woman is not to be complicated, especially if it's your wife. Amen. Now, there's, like we talked about, there's a lot of, uh, we don't have rules, but we do have a way of doing things here. You mentioned the book of Uncle Rick. We mentioned the Bible and the good word. Now, what is the book of Uncle Rick? Now, the book of Uncle Rick is a, is a long forgotten tome. Very ancient. That discovered is, uh, thousands of years ago by an Uncle Rick, right? Right. I mean, from what the book of Uncle Rick tells us, it has been Uncle Ricks throughout history that are unrespected by traditional teachers. Now, I don't want y'all thinking this is some fringe cult stuff, because it ain't. You know, this is a long tradition of forking out from the early Anabaptists in Switzerland who made their way to America through a prophet named Uncle Rick and was realized and written by another prophet named also Uncle Rick. And history shows us a long line of Uncle Rick's contribute to these texts that particularly teach you to avoid shellfish as a uh, it gives you a proclivity to its homosexuality. Now, for some reason, orcs show up a bunch, which a lot of scholars are still debating, but their prevalence cannot be dismissed. Now, the book talks a lot about... The book is quite long. It makes up about half of our Bible, but... <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's very thorough text. You slap it on the ground. I want you to listen. I got my copy here. Uh, you slap it, and the whole, all the forks and plates are going to start shaking. That's a powerful Amen. There's pure power in that book, and it's it just makes electric. You, it makes you realize that, you know, the regular Bible just ain't got no meat to it. People love the Bible. Am I right? People in America love the well, Bible. Well, this is the Christian Bible. Nation. This is the true As Bible. As I am a Christian man, the traditional King James Bible. This is the true Bible. Now, this is the true Bible, because people always say about the Bible, the King James Bible, you know, this is good, but it ain't long enough. Now, and the, It needs a little meat on its bone. And the Uncle now, Rick, my Bible... In the Uncle Rick version of the Bible, it goes into uh, deep detail about how just absolutely just ripped Christ was. He was just jacked. Right. He had giant arms, giant triceps and biceps. He had this chiseled back. He had a 12-pack... He was six four, you know. Right. He had giant. He had um, uh, who's beautiful man. Oh, he did giant deltoids of uh, like uh, what's his face who plays in the magic or played in the magic. I can't remember. Uh, big arms, just really big arms. And beautiful, beautiful man. man. Beautiful eyes, chiseled jaw. There's a lot. There's a lot Dwight on that. Howard. He's big Dwight. You're right. It says right. There's in the a book, lot on that. This ancient text says it had, that Jesus Christ had Dwight Howard arms. Right. He had Dwight Howard arms. Compared him to a white Dwight Howard in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, the book of Uncle Rick also has a lot of stuff on just rules. There's over 100 pages on on washers and the proper rules for the game washers uh for those of you who ain't from the midwest and don't know washers is a game similar to horseshoe but requires more skills because you're throwing washers 
tiny little metal circle. Into a little paint can, a little tin can. Into a little paint can, or some say a PVC pipe surrounded by wood, and where you put it depends on a very emotive points. Now, there's a lot of stuff on washes in here, and particularly stuff addressed to one uh, Randy and how Randy cheats and how he ain't the cheater. Now, so, you know, oh, there's a lot say to that read Randy in that. Randy was uh, a representative of Satan in that book. Right. There's a lot of stuff on, on Randy in the uh, book Uncle Rick. And, and particularly, he was demonized because Randy wasn't his real name. Now, his real name was Horny. But they called him Randy because he was so horny all the time. Oh. That makes right. a lot of but sense. There's a, there's a lot of stuff on Which that. Which what we're here there. to preach against to these young kids. Right, and, and, and part of the reason it's almost like a, as any as any story in the Bible goes, it is a, it is a way to warn people against traits, and particularly uh, you know, the uh, traits of the erect variety. Now, Reverend, would you mind reading a pa- one of the passages from that book right at this moment? Oh, uh, you know me, I always got a couple picked this and ready to go. How, as we know, and as our listeners now know, we preach the good word. That's in our name. It's a good word. So let's say it. And this is, you know, I wanted to talk about the camp and things like that. But oh, we'll mostly, get to that. I, we'll get to that. I, I wanted to I wanted to get here and just do a good old-fashioned, you know, uh, preaching, just like my daddy did, just like my son does, holding just up like the my snakes, granddaddy Holding did. up the snakes and saying they wouldn't beat Holding up the snakes, looking into the snakes' All sex of your fathers before you said the snake would not right. bite you, but they did and killed them, but still they believed. I mean, the snake has it. I've only been bit a couple times. It ain't killed me. It's God's will. When it's my time, that snake will take me like it took my daddy. And as thusly, the snake will take you, Hunter, Hunter, Jeremiah. I have no doubt of this in my mind. And I wanted to get here and do some old-fashioned preaching for y'all. And, that, and I know podcast is something that <clears throat> typically the young folks do. And you know, I, I want to finally get there because my congregation is typically um, about 300. But... Everyone's over the age of seventy-five, so I really am and this happy is a to great way to spread the people. word. So many people listen to these these shows now these days. These young people, whether it's as your grandfather did, preaching to the you know the poor Indians, or your father before you, how he died of cardiac arrest of a snake bite while preaching in a Chuck E. Cheese. We're spreading the word now online, and I'm glad that you're able to join it, join me for it. So. Without further ado. Now, this is from the book of Uncle Rick, 1334, The Song of Shotguns. And the orc approached the monster truck and beseeched upon it the name Truth. And the monster truck looked upon the lowly orc, miserable, attempting to wear sneakers inside of a nice dance club and a hooded sweatshirt. The orc wanting truth, craving the sweet water of truth. And the monster truck itself looked down and said, Yea, truth will be yours, as you have no lust for shellfish in your soul. And the orc said, Yea, how will I know truth from a liar? The monster truck revved its engine and revealed itself its name, Slave Driver, and said, You will know truth because of the sweet taste of Miller High Life, and the devil of lies will take l- taste like wine coolers from a bucket of rust. And that's from the book of Uncle Rick. And it song really just shotguns. says everything right there. It's nothing more to say. There's a metaphor of a man searching for truth, an orc itself, and finding truth, even though he is unwelcome with his Air Jordans and hooded sweatshirt that says Bala on it. 
turned away from most, but the monster truck of truth told him Miller High Life will lead the way. And that it does. This goes to show you no matter who you are, whether black or Asian or normal. But mostly white. If you have humanity in your heart. Mostly white. but You will find the gates of heaven. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Everyone is equal. Uh, now, we do a lot of work here at this camp. A lot of good work, I like to believe. I know it. I feel the devil talk to me. I mean, Satan. I mean, uh, God talk to me every night and tell me what I'm doing's right. Well, Satan tries to speak to us, but we tell him to oh, he get out of me. here. He's speaking You're to me no right good. now. You get out of here, guy. Like, we got I'm no time for right you. I'm looking right now. I'm feeling Satan all around me. It's just no, even a holy man such as myself. I look at my son and I think... You know, I wish you were bigger and stronger. I wish you looked more masculine. Your lips were thinner. And I think, no, it's the devil. Well, you always told me growing up that I got these big gay lips. You always complained about that. Oh, I knew them big gay lips would be your ultimate test. And they're they're my biggest test because, you know. I know them lips was born to be kissable. I confess that the girls do enjoy my big gay lips. The girls, the guys, the everyone in between is staring at his and that's what big, we're all here for. Feminine, what we all, soft pink lips. What we, what do we counselors always tell the kids? We tell it to ourselves. Actually, is save room for Christ. Right. The number one thing I tell the counselors, I say, now listen, don't kiss the kids. Well, we had many years of that, uh, problems with that. Now, uh, I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, right. And we had from... a lot of fun today. Uh, we did a lot of stuff. Tomorrow is a big day, it. though. We got a lot of events. We have. Um, we're going to have a tent set up. We're going to be doing face painting, which is really cool because anyone can come and sit down. And uh, right. the counselors are going to be doing some awesome designs. A lot of the kids like to look like Indians. Some of the kids will do this cool. Um, They'll ask for the whole face to be painted black and like the right. cheeks to have little ro- uh, red circles on them. Uh, right. And uh, big uh, uh, kind of red lips and things like that. And it's kind of just like evokes a more innocent time. Some of the boys were uh, asking to be painted as geishas. And some of the, well, we're going to probably bring it up a few times. Those Branson right. boys were just asking. They all lined up. Oh they said they God. wanted to be painted like Braveheart. They kept saying Braveheart or that they wanted to be painted like things I, you know, we couldn't figure out, like monster trucks. Yeah, one of them said, be, like, I want to be I want to be a big old backhoe. And it's like, you can't paint right. your face to look like a backhoe. Right. I want to be like a four-wheeler. And we tried our best. We painted his teeth black to look like a grill and made painted, his chubby cheeks. made his ears wheels. and yeah. Well, we also got to use, like, twice as many paints They're so for big. Them. They're such They're large boys. Big. They're such large boys. And we got to stand up on those stepping stools a point. And we got that one boy. I think it was uh, 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 um, uh, uh, Chunk Branson. Now, that boy only 13 years old. And he about 6'8". He can't fit into nothing. He's sleeping on a twin-size bed where he's so big, two of his arms are sticking out both sides of the windows in the cabin. And the darnest thing is you say boy. We keep saying boy. And the thing is, these boys have been sent to this camp for years now their families keep sending these boys here and they seem to be an unlimited amount of them but there's no girls and and, and part of all these are about 50 percent of our roster for boys are all branson's right and we get a couple of the hudson's the true a couple of the hudson's, hudson's but they're more of a catholic and this isn't a catholic right. camp so 
Uh, some and, of their cousins he, get sent here, but the main family, they don't really send them here, so. Right. And, and, and you know, just those Bransons is just a big, you know, pile of trash. And you try preaching to them, and the, they're always they just too. They in your face or fart. They, burp or they in grab your their face. nuts and say, fuck you, fag, or something like that. And they, they, which and I don't always, condone that word or saying that. Right. But, you know, they're not wrong. Well, I mean, I, I do not I mean, condone using that word on a recorded statement. Well, blur it out. Uh, and they, they're always doing, the Branson boys are always going down to the creek and doing soda chugging competitions, and then they do so much, they come back up, and then they have puking competitions, and, and they're really derailing all the, a lot of the good what work. The problem but part of our, 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 our camp is uh, federally, uh, federally protected from taxation, and part of that loophole means we have to take a few kids from the city, <laughs> and they send us Bransons every year, and them boys are just they're just plumb big and dumb and well, horny and stupid. Last year, we gotta hose them down with cold water all the time. We oh we had to we had to uh, we had to get with the fire department to get one of those hoses because nothing else had the pressure to clean those boys. All the mud off them, or right. the crevices, or just the si- sheer all size. All the crud. Of them. They just are covered in crud. But then we had last. You don't year, even know what it is. We had last year. We had a uh, honk Branson. He ate all those mushrooms and he insisted they're okay to eat. And he was so sick, we had to have him airlifted. Yellow to ones, University of Michigan, orange ones, and chicken of the woods. He just, yep, he just kept going on and on, and it turns and out he'd just be saying spall, ball, oyster, mushroom, morel. It turns and he just out wouldn't when, shut they, up. when he got to University of Michigan, they, they, you know, they, they had this, they, you know, this uh, vacuum out of his stomach basically, and they just found him just full of like about two pounds of hemlock. Those not even mushrooms. So I don't right. know what that boy was up to, but you know it's they found a bunch of car keys and, and shiny stuff. plates. Yeah, those those Branson right. boys love shiny things. They they can't help themselves. You look in their eyes and you know that they they're there's really more beast than man. Between those two years I mean, of theirs, there's nothing. Right, but probably water. It's just you know we have the 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 camp nurse. Will come through and just shine a light right oh, in their and ears, can, and it'll just it'll, you'll just hit, see the light go straight through their heads, right? And to they can barely the control themselves when they see uh, Nurse Mindy. Oh God, they're oh, they're stomping the feet on the ground. Steam comes out of their ears. They're, they're they are uh, pulling the out trumpets from God ha- knows where and just out. blowing into them. They're taking out large wooden mallets and slapping them on themselves on the head with them repeatedly in between wolf whistles. Well, they, we had to send a few of them to the ER just because their eyes bugged out too far. So, Right. I have to consider the Bransons the ultimate test from God. and uh, Only through daily readings of the book, Uncle Rick, I feel capable of. Uh, they are, they are a challenge. I will, not, I will not disagree, but you know what? Bless those boys. We'll never give up on them. Oh, that, them boys remind me of a passage of the book Uncle Rick I'd like to read now. I prepared yes, a couple do. Yes. Bible passages for this uh, podcast. I'd like to, to, to run through these ones. and uh, This one particular, I think about the Branson boys every time I read this. Uh, this is from the book Uncle Rick, 1278. The book of WWE, Raw is War. And upon the cross of a savior, I saw two more comically small crosses adorning each shoulder, like a cartoon devil and a cartoon angel in a looney tune of yore. And upon the shoulders, I saw a visage of an orc and an elf. 
And the elf was wise, but consumed shellfish, and fell into bed with other men while his belly filled with their seed. And the orc was noble and wise, and through his holiness he was considered federally federally protected from taxation because he was so pure. That's the book of Uncle Rick. Now, wow. in the in the Bransons, I see the orc, horny, unrestrained, but with a great capacity for God. I always think if I could just turn one of them Bransons to the light, the rest would fall in tow. Now, they are they are righteous boys because once some of them get the idea of the law or good on their side, they can be very good. There are some of the some of the great uh, uh, campgoers here that have actually taken upon themselves to execute one of the uh, other children that have broken the rules. Right. Uh, we they had will, uh, with utmost prejudice, uphold the law of God. Beef Jerky Branson just a couple of years ago drowned a kid because he didn't say his uh, prayer before breakfast. Right. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, uh, you know, we really like to see here. And that was like a turning point for, I think, the Branson's. With Beef Jerky, he, he left here and he was fatter than ever. Because he's taking everybody's uh, their snacks and their treats, but you know he still right. he still did what the Lord wanted him to do. So, uh, and then I, I'll never forget about ten years ago uh, when you was at the camp as a youngin'. Oh yeah, uh, old Turd Branson, and Turd he uh, Turd was he, came, a, mm, he was something. Now Turd, we had all of them in the rec room watching Space Jam, which was an air on my part, as I assumed Looney Tunes were pure, and not having some seductive, vivacious bunny, absolutely female amongst the race. Perfection. Now of I the know Bugs Bunny himself shows traits of homosexuality, but consider these performative, and I gave him a pass. But Lola Bunny, with that. Unregulation uniform, dribbling that basketball and wiggling a little butt bunny tail around. I had one boy in particular who became quite visibly aroused during it. He was absolutely almost, obsessed. And as that almost immediately, as that 13-year-old erection started pressing against those cotton shorts, Turd Branson lifted up his warhammer that he carried with him everywhere and smashed that boy into nothing more than a set of piano key teeth. And rightly so. And rightly so. I'll never forget them, boys. Now, we also got a lot of stuff going on tomorrow, like I mentioned. We got the, and the uh, as always, of course, we got the three-legged races, which, right. uh, you know, the Bransons have been known. The Branson boys. I'm sick of hearing them jokes about, Branson oh, boys laugh th- their asses off. Oh, excuse my language. Yeah, th- uh, say three Hail Marys after the pile, please. Well, we don't say Hail Marys for you. Know, all right. Whatever we are. <laughs> Those three like the three legged races, the Branson's get a kick out of it. And they say they all line up and they all grab their own sack and they go, What? I got three legs. <laughs> and they talk and, the, and you know, they always they'll say, Let me show the nurse I got three legs. Let me show the nurse, Cindy, I got three legs. And we got it and that's usually when I, I, I plug in the power washer, I crank it to extra cold, and I take them out back and I spray them and clean the sin off of them at about 
2,000 PSI. Well, you also started infusing. You also started infusing that stream with some wax. So those boys are always shiny now. The sweat right, just drops boys- right off them. Right, they look like a new sports car owned by a caring gentleman. Which they might be. Well, I mean, uh, <clears throat> well, we also got the water balloon and squirt gun more. Which uh, another thing we have. Uh, the Branson boys have been known to uh, fill theirs with their own urine, so All right. that's a big problem. Which you know, while mischievous, technically has no religious problems in the slightest. It says nothing in the book of Uncle Rick or the Good Bible uh, about filling your water balloons or your super soaker 46,000 with your own urine. So, you know, we couldn't really, you know, can't do stop nothing. Them. Similar to Al Bud is when they said a dog could not explicitly not play basketball. That's the circumstance we find ourselves in with the Branson boys filling up the super soakers with urine. While we are displeased, there's technically, in a legal sense, nothing we can do to stop them. Uh, another thing is what, similar to that is we have Capture the Flag, of course. It's a big old battle. And uh, right. last year, the Branson boys, excuse me, they used actual weapons. They all had their BB guns, their Remingtons. Right. The Red Riders, whatever I have you. They had so, the big inflatable Six Flags hammers that they would pound onto the other people and the other boys. Uh, pound onto the counselors when they tried to intervene. And it almost staged a mini camp coup where they tried to place themselves in charge. They took about 37 POWs that captured the flag ass here. And they were known to be giving them wedgies and swirlies, uh, Indian right. burns. <laughs> Noogies, titty twisters, purple nurples. Gave a, gave a lot of 13 A lot of these kids had bruised nipples. Yeah. A lot of the kid heads uh, ended up with some kind of variety of Stockholm Syndrome, where the Branson boys actually had them recording themselves with the VHS camcorder doing jackass-level stunts for their amusement. <laughs> Such an a, act there was those boys. Li- there was those boys who, uh, to impress the Bransons, they all got into a shopping cart and pushed over the waterfall. Right, just they about lit their own pants drop. on fire and ran to the to the lake and jumped in. Uh, they, uh, there was something the Bransons invented that was straight their, called you know what's right. And and the worst one is the Bransons came up with this, and you know, ten generations of Bransons have been doing this, and they call it the piss contest. Where they just stack a Bible, and the first one to turn all the pages yellow wins the piss contest. And it is sacrilege, and typically a few are executed a year, but the Bransons just keep coming. They're just, they're just like Urukai. They just keep p- piling out of nowhere. Now, what? Now, for the listeners that don't know this, uh, who, what is the Urukai? Urukai come from the book of Uncle Rick. They're a strain of orc that doesn't reproduce naturally, created but by comes Saruman. from. Right, they come from when an orc wets the water, or wets the loose earth around him, creates a sort of hole. Think of it uh, for those, uh, the deviant variety, that are proficient with an understanding of what a fleshlight is. It's like mm. that oh, with no good, mud. No good. You don't know what that is. I only know what it is because I've cause I, I definitely don't know what that is. Absolutely right. From the Branson boys who will just... Just wear those suckers out. And uh, you, you imagine you make a hole with some mud, and you stick your penis inside if you're an orc, and you ejaculate, and the earth itself gets pregnant, gives birth to a ghostly-looking, big, lumbering son of a bitch. 
And a lot of the branches will pull a prank on each other, and they'll like tell them like, "This is a, this is a good hole I made for you here," but it turns out to be a fire ant hole, and right. then and one, of the, and then one of those branches will be running around, blowing on his own penis, and and I go, gotta get, <laughs> I gotta get that that high pressure washer out there, and I gotta blast their dirty little penises till I get all the crud off of it. Takes 30, 40 minutes, and by the end of it, it looks like it's just one big bruise. Well. They shouldn't have stuck it in there. Um, we also got, of course, during the summer every year, a tradition of Camp Chase is Gun Day. Gun Day is uh, my favorite day of the year. I can't lie. It, it, it brings a smile to this old fool's heart. When you see a, a, an eight-year-old girl cleaning, loading, and firing... An AR-15 within a minute. Big blue eyes, bright smile, crooked old, missing some teeth, looking beautiful child. And she shoots one of those Muslim targets we have lined up for it. Now, when you see it, you ain't really seen nothing special till you seen a seven-year-old boy lose control of an AR-15 and start aiming it at the ground and actually start, through the force of the bullets themselves, shooting himself further and further into the air. Until it clicks, and he has to reload, and he comes tumbling back and to the ground. he takes fall damage. He's about 50% uh, health. Right. That's uh, you know 2d6 per 10 feet fall damage when he falls down from that. But everybody just starts laughing, and we bandage the wounded, and we go on to the next kid who gets to enjoy the spectacular, unique joy of gun day. And, of course, after gun day, we always have the Akon. We have Akon. We do have Akon, actually, yes. Did you say Akon? We have Akon joining us at the end of the summer. He's going to be doing a live... Akon does that... This is a good time as ever to announce we have a a live show with Akon. He's going to be... He's going to be here at the end of the summer. He promises to not throw any of our kids off the stage to the crowd. (laughs) And he's... uh, you know, he has that song Soul Survivor, and you know, it has soul in it, so I think it's very, right. uh, very religious. It's fine. I'm, 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 I love that tiny little man, little five foot two Akon dancing around the stage. And, uh, now, you know, what Akon, what he, he goes by Akon, but what's his full name? You have it there? Akon, I believe his full name is A Convict. No, it's not. What's his, uh, it has a long name. Uh, I, I, you know why? Why don't you check your notes real quick about about names and stuff? Then I'm gonna tittle my thumbs and wait patiently. Uh, Al Aliame Damala de Badara Ekantheam. Ooh, I don't like that name at all. Oh, I think we need to cancel Akon. We, need to cancel <laughs> we gotta get rid of that guy. Thank mm. hey, you. Hey, if you're listening, convict, you know. Akon, if you listen to this, your strange foreign name is confusing and enthralling me. And due to this mix of fear and excitement, I must admit, you are banned from Camp Chaste. And uh, please don't email me or, or anything like that. And that's that. And on that note, uh, after the egg hunt, of course, that we have in the middle of the summer for some reason, we have the Koran Toss. Koran Toss is a... Is a celebrated camp chase tradition i am uh some of them sometimes will uh it'll you know with the calendar and the schedule and everything it'll fall on the same day as a uh, gun day 
And we'll just launch those Korans in the air, and we'll have four-year-olds pumping them with shotguns. Right. And not a lot of hits, but, you know, it is what oh, it is. Oh, they're terrible shots. <laughs> they're little I kids and not shots. But God yeah. bless them. Uh, we got, we got you know, similar to how Galaga has, uh, you know, trash bags people hide behind. We have those uh, Rainbow Six and kind of strike ballistic shields that people get behind. But mm-hmm. we can only afford four or five, so casualties are inevitable. Mm, now, I yes. will say that uh, it's part in the of waiver. the reason why... It's in, it's in the waiver. God bless them. They all sign it, but it's in the they waiver. They all sign the waiver. Now, part of the reason of the Quran toss is uh, you see how far you can throw it, sort of like a discus. And, you know, we would never do this, but we have the book of Uncle Rick right there, too. And book of Uncle Rick weighs some near 55, 60 pounds. Now, if you have that in a little old Quran, you look and see, well, the book of Uncle Rick's way bigger which means it's better. It's a bigger, better book. Have you ever heard the phrase, the weight of your words? That's exactly what this, this now, book entails. That's, that's the book Uncle Rick and the prophet Uncle Rick said that as well. Is that, you, know, you will find truth in weight, and my book is the longest of all books, which means it's the best. It also says the largest of men are the wisest. Now, I, I, they do say that, and that's part of the reason why the Bransons keep coming back. Some of them reach eight feet tall, and we're constantly asking those eight-foot-tall Bransons, like, what's the meaning of life? And they typically say something like, you know, beer, chili can, chili can, beer, Cheez-Its, Pepper Jack. Toilet. Toilet, sit backwards, toilet, uh, hustler, <laughs> magazine, Hooters, gift card. Which, things uh, like on that, that note... Uh, that's a big problem with the Branson boys. Is we constantly, every year, several times, probably every single day, we catch them with ginormous stashes of porno, and they're distributing right. it to these other kids. These and, and, and vintage like, and they're hustler teaching them, magazine. They're teaching them how to you know you know crank their yanks, and after that, they're not virgins anymore. Once you crank it, you're not a virgin, which well, is that's correct. Which is the problem. Now, I will say them, them seven-foot-tall, eight-foot-tall Branson boys sometimes pass as grown adults and say they're NBA players. And typically, they have been known to abscond to the local hooters and bring back those orange, tiny, short-pants, hussy, white tank top waitresses with the heaving breasts and milkmaid-looking posteriors and bodies just heaving ready a pure orb of sex ready to for release and uh, i'm fanning myself right now but i, I hope you understand the severity of these full grown women sleeping with the power of the lord in and performing intercourse with our 13 year old eight feet tall branson boys is something we cannot even legally have a waiver for now we try to keep it we try to keep it a little bit, um, you know, open-minded, but you know, quaint and prudent. And you know, um, I, we try to show, just, we try to teach togetherness. You know, we have like our massage circles that I usually start. I love well, those. You, that and was me your and, idea. Um, um, you know, like I to say that's not an official camp activity. Well, it, well, well a lot of the kids like it, especially uh, Jenny Kaminsky, who you know. Uh, has admittedly said she has a crush on me even though she's only 17 but also she's turning 18 next month so it's not a big deal even though I'm not just trying to get with that or anything and there's nothing like that going on between us just uh, for the record Uh, you know that reminds me I'd like to read something I want you to listen we rode out in a robot to the lake last year I did not kiss her and make out with her when she was 16 and if she says that 
she's just trying to brag because she has a big old crush on me, which is really cute. But God bless her soul. And, uh, you know, you know, eventually she's going to find a great guy. Uh, uh, I want you to sit down right now. And you're pacing around all heated up. Yeah. All right, because I got something yeah. to say to you, and I need you to listen. All right, yeah, yeah. the book of Uncle Rick, 134, the book of blue balls, and a man shall stay chaste and pure at all times. However, if the horniness runs red through him, firing his loins, running the unshut nut shut through vile sweat thoughts of virile men or women or elves, and not of the purity of the doom level style vaginas of women shall be allowed an opportunity to redeem themselves to redeem this horny energy in a chaste way through women's flesh by allowing women and women allowing for the tempted man to shut his nut and thusly make his toes curls on their bare chests which is technically neither masturbation or sex, but a sort of blade-level daywalker hybrid that is technically accurate. Kind of like how Catholic chicks can get done anally. Then the sin shall be washed away. And my son, if you're feeling this energy, I know what you need to do. Your soul will still be saved. If you tug and pull and do the pull and tug in a way that is short and not pleasurable and to relieve yourself on the chest of a woman who is willing to help you ascend to the gates of heaven you're gonna knock a tim duncan style jump shot by banking off the red circle to the goalpost of her titties now you need to come in here with jenny kaminsky and you need to get this devil out of your body she's not 18 yet there are Can't no. Say she's yet. The only laws here, God's laws. No, we, sh- 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 we can't do like we're gonna get. Like this could be vetted. This is federally funded. This could be vetted. It's okay. All right, don't do anything of what I just said. Look at my. You see this? I'm doing. You know what I'm doing? You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna do that because that would vetter violate a federal protected taxation. Basically, what, I'm, saying, like, what I'm saying is like it's fucking with your money. Oops, excuse me. We'll edit this out. Like, we don't... You don't say no cuss words, all right? We're not going to do this Well, we'll edit it out, but I'm just saying, like, we don't want to fuck with your money. Like, that's what you told me, like, when we started this whole thing, is, like, don't fuck with my money. You fight... Listen, we're on the same page here. You just know what you need to do, and you go find that, you know? Yeah, I know. It's like, I'll do it, but, like, I'm not going to get caught. Get the little Jew that edits this Um, to just take this part out, and we'll move on with our married lives. You'll... Blow your wad on the chest of Jenny Kaminsky, and we'll move on. So, uh, right. So, welcome to the back to the jubilation of summer with the Lord. Um, we have, like we were talking about, we got a lot going on. Uh, a big one that's coming out. A lot of the kids are excited for this every year. Um, everyone's on their minds, like, how's it going to happen? What's going to go down? You know, the big dance is. The big dance is a, coming. A milestone for this camp every year, every summer. And it's so fun. And I'm uh, pleased to announce that this year we'll be having, uh, 
Well, I was going to announce that we have Akon joining us for it, but uh, apparently that's not happening now. Because his name is too scary. We're going to get his, we're going to get somebody with a nice and easy name. We might to come help something. I might be able to get Skillet. Okay, I might be able to get Skillet. Is that cool? Well, he gonna get skillet, so, like, which I'm metal. not sure. Then yeah, that kind of thing, yeah, you know, they got kind of like cool, like you know. Ah, new metal. Dragon's that sounds hair. pretty good. They got like, Imagine Dragons hair and stuff. They're kind of like a oh, get some of the Imagine Dragons. I could do that right now. See, but the thing is, the problem with the Imagine Dragons is their name. It's like Imagine Dragons, like basically saying Imagine Satan, and it's like oh, no thanks. Baphomet, I don't want to do that. The devil, tempter of all men, uh, burning flesh through unholy things. Yeah. Book Uncle Rick says we yeah. should never trust dragons, for they are the swallowers of orcs and the deniers of pity of the elves and the crusher of tears of the heterosexuals. So uh, anyway, uh, we're going to get a special guest for the big dance, but it's like, who's going to go with who? Who's going to ask who? Um, I say all- we get the same special guest we get every year. We in the Lake of the Ozarks, we get one of the Osmonds. The, one of the Osmonds come down, everybody likes the Osmonds. But none of those got- kids know who they are. There's about 10, 15 Osmonds, so when one goes out of fashion, the other one takes his place. I think there's probably a young but Osmond no, at this no point. no one knows who those people are. We gotta get, like, you know, we gotta get, like... They're probably a Braden Osmond we right gotta get now, like who's a little 16. pump or something. These kids are liking... He can sing us a little pump, okay? I don't know what that means. No, but, no, no. Uh, oh, he, there's this guy, uh... <laughs> I mean, bear with me, but, you know, he is rap, okay? Well, just stay with me, Dad. Uh, he's rap... <sighs> Oh. They, but but he's white, okay? Oh, okay. His name's NBA Stupid Ass. Does it pull up his pants? Uh, it depends on the day. Or what is, like, he's so crazy with the styles, but he's white, okay? He's a white rapper. His name's NBA Stupid Ass. And I know you don't like the swears, but his, the he uses um, a money sign instead of S's, so it's not technically a swear. Oh, so it's like he's avoiding the curse word. And is he cons- here's the thing. Is he conservative? He's pro. He is... He is, yes. Now, I'm, I am I think I actually heard of this guy. I'm really good friends with the mummy at the 700 Club, and he told me that this this uh, 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 NBA stupid ass has uh, neo-reactionary tendencies where he actually wants to install a theocratic monarchy. So maybe That's we right. can make this work. Um, you know me, son. I showed I'm you his song. I showed you song months ago, Black Flanders, and you said it was a bunch of gobbledygook, but you still kind of were tapping your foot to the beat. So you know, I kind of think that maybe this might be something that the kids like. So well, let perhaps me get uh, when you arrange this concert, I will abscond to the purity chamber and and try to focus and concentrate on my new form of anti-masturbation that can actually remove one masturbation when you do it. Now, the the dance is uh, a big deal, and uh, all the chaperones have a great time. And even though we're not technically allowed to ask one of the, the camp attendees to it as our date, sometimes we do it uh, for fun. So uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll go with Jenny as like kind of a, just a joke is all. But uh, uh, just... <sighs> I have uh, something to. I have a passage. I have a passage to read you specifically, and I, and I, and I hope you uh, listen to this because I see you now. You're what, eighteen, nineteen years old. I'm I, I'm twenty five. 
you're 19 years old and I'm looking at you with your baby face. You can't even grow no facial hair yet. And, you know, I remember you. My hairline is, uh, you know, my hairline is, you know, th- with the weight of the dodo. But, uh, yeah. Receding I have a little slightly, baby hair. Right. In a generic way that looks like you might be able to portray the devil on primetime television. Now, let me, let me tell you this. Now, you're becoming a man at the age of 25. I think you're going to hit puberty soon, and uh, I haven't explained things to you so long. And I remember you when you first came out of my first wife, and, and you were so small and cute, and my first wife was so old and gross, and I just knew I'd love you, and I'd get rid of her the second you were out of her. And I divorced her the second you hit the floor. <laughs> And, 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 and I knew that you would be the man oh my God. that I wanted you to be in that barn where you picked up all that dust when you shot out on the floor. And I, I said, I'm divorcing you. I and stood she up said, on my own two feet right after shooting out. <laughs> right? And you looked me in the eye, gave me a military salute. And I knew one day I would have to tell you what it means to be a man. And, I, and I've, been, I've had this passage in my book, bookmark, for a long time. <laughs> And this is called, this is from the book of Uncle Rick, 1199. Uh, the book of toe curling. <laughs> and when you thusly lay with a woman, as you would with a woman and not as with a man, which might be more pleasurable but serves no primary material purpose, which is forbidden by elves and orcs and tempted by all, You will look at that woman and you will close your eyes and you will pound it in unartfully, cramming Scrooge, whether soft or unsoft. You will attempt to relieve your nut and curl your toes. After a due amount of time of methodical, flesh on flesh pounding, if your pleasure has not relieved itself into the feminine mound, you will withdraw your penis from her forcefully and do it thyself, claiming, Ah, finally, time for the real thing. And massage your masculinity yourself until it erupts. Now, if she attempts to move during this time, even if it takes ten or more minutes, inform her God's plan. Tell her that your seed cannot be wasted, and that if she needs, she can read a book or something while you prepare to shoot your caustic load of life to be quick-scoped into her waiting womb. This is how sex was with all three of my wives, with your mother. Uh, Unpleasurable, painful forced experience Mm -hmm. that made it feel like society itself wanted me to do it. And every fiber of my being screamed, No, don't do it. And I did it because God want me to. And that's why every woman I have a child with, I divorce. Because it's over with. I can and move you couldn't on do it life. with anyone else. You know, as we know, the book of Deuteronomy uh, warns of laying with another male. <laughs> uh, what's the name of that book again? The book of Deuteronomy. And <laughs> that book says, And lo, if thou art to lay with a male... Thy are then in itself gay. Which it doesn't say it's good or bad, but you know, they're saying you're gay, so that's not good. Not good. So let's, uh, a little bit 
about uh, what we we're just talking about. You know, we got these kids and the, they're doing these they do their arts and crafts, and you know, one thing they make is they like to make cootie catchers, right? Then or fortune tellers, as people say, and a lot of them, you know. A lot of them will write my name on it because a lot of them will have crutches on me. It's like, what are you supposed to say, to these kids? Or they'll make bracelets. They'll make bracelets. They're all making these sex bracelets. Need to remind you that you're 25 years old, and if perhaps a 14-year-old girl says she has a crush on you, maybe you shouldn't brag about such things. It might be unfitting for a man but, of God. But she, I mean, it, she's got a crush on me, so why should I? Girl has a crush on me. Why can't I tell people? I'm going to take the power washer and I'm going to work it on you. You need to settle your role right here. Now, this the site of the campsite is supposed to be uh, a lot. Of, some, there's a lot of ancient myths and legends about this place. And some people say that, you know, there's a lot of, there's like dinosaur bones that are found here. Like, okay, no, first of all, sacrilege. So, well, dinosaurs, no. No, dinosaurs do not exist. You sound like the doctor that told me I was developing old timers disease. Another media at the trick age of 60. By sh- I was developing old timers at the ripe age of sixty, and I think this is just another uh, trick by the media, primarily Jewish media, trying to I, demonize I, I me for my it. ideas. Oh, I, you're, you're right. I shouldn't have said that. I'm gonna alienate our editors that probably do all the tech stuff for this stuff now so you can't talk about dinosaurs how about evolution and monkeys i did not come from a monkey i did well, not no, I'm saying you're coming from a monkey you come from like one became monkeys one became now humans. hold on a second did you just say that a monkey made are you saying it like a monkey made me come or that i came what? from a monkey what does that mean like if a monkey made, perhaps a monkey manipulated my genitalia till I ejaculate. Or are you trying to say that, that my genetic ancestors had common genetic ancestors with Well, that I think every monkey. time uh, that happens to you, it is a monkey doing it. I thought this whole time when people said that, when they said I didn't come from a monkey, I thought they were just saying the monkey didn't make them ejaculate. All right, I have to reread this whole evolution thing. I don't, you know, I, I thought the whole time that's what they say, saying. All these liberals saying okay, that monkeys we can, well, we can just come. edit this out because, you know, like I don't know. Well, if we edit out everything, then this this episode is going to be two minutes long. It's just going to be no, me saying we got we got plenty. Of, I mean, like I, I mean, thank you for doing this. I know, like you had that meeting tonight as Grand Dragon and everything, but like, that shit, no, not that's uh, gonna fuck with my money if you keep saying shit like that. If you well, fucking you say that again, yourself. you're fucking with my money. So you're gonna stop this right now. Can't swear. Well, well, that's not too. So we're very happy to uh, be working with these kids. Uh, we've been doing it for a long time, and this summer, I'm proud to say that we have the famous. Hall of Famer quarterback Matt Hasselbeck joining us. Oh, Matt. Close, dear personal friend of mine. A man so chaste that he won't even fuck his wife. <laughs> That's how pure he is. She had to get different she had to get different men to give her children. You know, there's, hey, man, there's Hasselbeck, like him, Russell Wilson. Out nope. of the seven Hasselback quarterback brothers, and Matt is my favorite by far. Great guy. 
very bold. Um, so we, we have looks uh, like a big old Q-tip man. He's just delightful. Well, you know, his wife is always on my television, shrieking like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I just find that charming. I love that. Well, I mean, he's not your favorite. Uh, like he's balding, but like he's not your favorite bald quarterback. That's probably Trent Dilfer. Right, Chen Dilfer shows you that defense wins championships. Defense is a metaphor for protecting your virginity, which even through three marriages, I'm pretty close to, you know, having it. You know, a couple slip ups, pretty good. Uh, you know, I know that's not your favorite quarterback. I know you're a big fan of that Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> well, he's a uh, he's just the best version quarterback, I think. You know, say what you want about that rapist, but he sure can throw football. Um, so we got a lot to And the go book up. of Uncle Rick, 5412. I want to get this out here real quick. The uh-huh. book of cold cans. And the traveler came in, and the rich man said, Welcome, you are my guest. Now I would like you to have a cold can. Perhaps we can look at this picture in my man cave of a red Mustang, and we can watch it on my flat screen TV, an episode of Sports Center that's played three times before. And the traveler thus lit down the cold can and said, Boy, howdy, it's the coldest beer in town. And the rich man said, Take a load off, your dogs are barking. And the traveler said, Whoa, not bad. And he thusly took his shoes off, and his dogs were indeed barking. The cold cans flowed, and the rich man said, Traveler, tell me your story. The traveler took a big gulp and said, My name is Uncle Rick. And I would like to challenge you to a game of washes. If you win, I will unveil to you God's truth, which tastes like middle high life. And that's from the book of Uncle Rick. Is another part or is there more? That's that's the end of it. I got one last passage I think I'd like to say for the end. Sure. Uh, I think one thing we have to say is we probably got to start wrapping up soon because we have the big pizza party coming up. We got the pizza party, and uh, uh, would you like to tell the listeners who's catering that? Uh, I'd rather not. Uh, kind of, uh, I think you really some, should they tell. Some heat. They got some heat. In I the, really. Uh, <laughs> they got I some really heat from the liberal media the lately. I think you. I think you really should tell the listeners who's catering our pizza party for the children. Well, they flew in this hot pizzas from uh. DC. It's from Washington, DC. <laughs> What's the name of it? It can't be Pong Pizza. Uh, and it's uh, <laughs> it's very nice to them to donate. They donate to this uh, this this club or this uh, camp. We don't know why. This camp they just want to give us some money. <laughs> they donate to this camp. Uh, Hillary Clinton flew them in personally last year. Her and Bill, they're uh, uh, good Southern oh, Christians. Man. And uh, Bill Clinton came in. Oh, oh he man. did. Uh, and uh, no, we got we, we got a lot going on. You know, like, like yesterday, just just today, the Branson boys have gotten caught again skinny dipping, which they do constantly. But this year it was right. a big problem because they did during the girls' water polo game. So uh, right. they all well, the all thing those is that, girls are ruined. They get into um, the lake thanks to the Bransons doing those that. Those Branson boys get into the lake, and the water rises about two feet. So right, it's like a big old bathtub. And, uh, but the worst thing about that is uh, whenever the Branson boys skin a dip in front of the women, uh, the women are now considered tainted and have to be executed, and the Bransons get to keep 
keep going on like nothing happened. It's, uh, it's just the way things are here. And uh, and after the big pizza party, we got the sacrifice. So we got to get to that. We got to get to that. Because you got to get, you got to get all, like, you know, you got to put on your makeup I gotta and all stuff. I got to put on all my whole your accoutrement whole and get ready for all the your sacrifices. Your bangles, your bracelets, your rings, and your mask. And, oh, we, we won't talk sticks. about that because we don't know. Whatever. Right. Uh, so anyway, uh, we got all that going on. Do you all read that passage? Okay. Right. Dad, I'd like to... Uh, you know, maybe we should say our goodbyes first. Um, All right, thank you for everyone listening to the to Jubilation, a summer with the Lord. My name is my Hunter name, Hunter Jeremiah Goodward. Uh, my name is Annis Goodward the Fourth from a long the line third. of good words. It's pleasurable to be here with my son. Thankful to enjoy having the evening to talk to y'all, and I hope to see you here at Camp Chase. All right, well, why don't you close it out with this last passage? And uh, if y'all don't mind, I'm going to use the little boys' room. The Book of Uncle Rick, 3412. The Book of Hoochie Mamas. And upon the hill, the orcs saw a covenant of God and the creatures of the world. Human, orc, elf, goblin, and even the vile Polish. God looked down at his creation in all of its majesty and smiled brightly, even at the awful Polish man who was eating an onion like it was an apple. And thus God felt peace, declared that all of life is his dominion. Even the awful, vile, backwards Polish man, God sought fit to bless all of them with his most wondrous things. All of them got a case of Diet Code Red Mountain Dew, a four-wheeler with two cup holders, a desert eagle, a wallet like the one from the movie Pulp Fiction, and a $40 gift certificate to the Hooters restaurant where they got to touch you if you take a picture of them with them. All life celebrated and dedicated their next kick flips to God and promised him an eternity of skateboard trick successes and crotch shot failures. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.